0: Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple moments and relax. There's so much going on in the world and maybe in your own life. Let it just fall by the wayside. And really just make this a time when you can be available to the Lord. This is not about an effort, trying to hear him, trying to learn or recognize him. Instead, it's about being available for him to reveal himself. God reveals himself to us. He draws attention to himself as he chooses. Now remember in your spirit, he doesn't need to do that. Because he's already fully revealed to your spirit. Your spirit and God's spirit are one. One. So our spirit is not the problem. Our spirit does not need, need revelation, information, healing, knowledge, wisdom, encouragement. It doesn't need anything. Your spirit it has no needs. All of your spiritual needs have already been met. In your spirit, you are whole complete and entire your spirit is in the kingdom of God your spirit already has all the eternal life it's ever going to get the problem is not your spirit the problem is your soul my soul Our soul is in process. God gave you the soul he wanted you to have, mind, will, and emotions. He gave you the temperament, the way he put you together, that he wanted you to have. There are strengths and weaknesses to your soul. Now we often think that the weaknesses are a sign of brokenness. And we should probably spend some time on this at some point. Being weak in an area does not mean you need healing in that area. It means you need to learn how to deal with, depending on the spirit, to do what what is required, if anything, to, to deal with your weakness. Now God gave you that weakness. And this is this is hard to for a lot of Christians to understand because it exposes our perceptions of what a Christian is. God did not give you a perfect soul. There is no such thing. It's there's that's not something God really cares about that your soul is perfected or perfect. Your soul is what it is. Some have strength, some strengths in one area and weaknesses in the other. We all have that. The goal is not to have every aspect of your soul be strong or be balanced. The goal is for your soul to receive its life from your spirit. So say you had emotional strength and your weakness was decision-making. That's what God made your soul to be. It is what it is. The goal is not to get your soul to be a better decision maker. Now, you may need to learn some decision-making skills, but that doesn't change the essence of what your soul is. Let's use another example. Let's use cars. Say God gave you a Ferrari, a, a sports car. And he gave your neighbor a pickup truck. Well, that pickup truck is what it is. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that pickup truck. It, it is what it is. It does what it does. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that Ferrari. It is what it is, and it does what it does. Now, it, they each perform different functions. They operate differently. One is a sports car. You can't haul stuff with it. You need to borrow your neighbor's truck if you need to haul stuff. You can't fit that many people in either one of them. So let's have another neighbor with an SUV that seats eight. That SUV, that is what it is. The Ferrari is not better than the pickup truck or the SUV. The pickup is not better than the Ferrari or the SUV. And the SUV is not better than the pickup truck or the Ferrari, the sports car. They are all what they're supposed to be. But they each have strengths and weaknesses. They function differently. They operate differently. So if you have a certain kind of soul, don't be distracted by your weaknesses and think that your job is to overcome them. It's not. If you've got a a pickup truck and you think it should be operating like a Ferrari, you're going to be fighting your temperament the way God made you for the rest of your life. And you're never going to get far because I don't care how much you soup up the engine in your pickup truck, it's still going to be a pickup truck. It's never going to be a Ferrari. It's never going to be a sports car. It's not made for that. And by fighting that, you're arguing with God. God gave you the soul and the temperament he wanted you to have for your time here on this earth. If you're if you're arguing with God about him giving you a pickup truck when you wanted a, a sports car, you're arguing you're you're saying God made a mistake. God gave you the soul that you need, that he wants you to have for your time here on this earth. For whatever purpose he has, to reveal things about you, to teach you certain abilities, um, how to connect with God in a certain way. He has certain things he wants you to learn while you're here on this earth. How to know Him, how to go to Him to get your needs met, how to share and express Him, how to receive unconditionally and give unconditionally while you're driving around in a pickup. And accepting, God gave me this pickup, this pickup truck, or this SUV. Whatever attributes your soul has. At, their, at its core, whatever strengths and weaknesses, that's what God gave you. It's a gift that he gave you. So we don't get angry at a pickup truck for being a pickup truck. It is what it is. God created it that way. God created your soul in its essence a certain way. He gave it to you for his purposes. And what is our job when we recognize that God gives us something? We say, thank you. So let's all say that. Thank you for the temperament you've given me. There are parts about it that just drive me crazy that I wish you hadn't given me, but I accept that they're your gift to me. Likewise, there are strengths that we often rely on. Say the person with the, with, you have a sports car. And that sports car gets a lot of attention. And you can't drive other people in a carpool. So there are certain things about your sports car that lend toward your Identity. But they aren't better, again, that sports car isn't better than an SUV or a pickup. So we don't want to try to compensate or mistake mistake a weakness or an aspect of our soul as something that needs to be healed or a mistake that needs to be corrected or overcome. Likewise, we don't want to look at the strength of our temperament as something we can boast in. We simply say thanks. Now we recognize certain attributes. If you are a pickup, you can go, I can haul things. I can do certain things with this vehicle that other kinds of vehicles can't. It's not better or worse. It's, it is what it is. But you recognize this is true, This is reality about my temperament. So your strengths are to be recognized. Your weaknesses are to be recognized. Be grateful for in your temperament. And that's describing our soul, your mind, will, and emotions. That's your temperament. How you're put together as an individual, a unique being... Then we come up against a whole, the real crux of the matter. And that your soul, your entire life, and some we could talk about even before what we have inherited from previous generations. When your needs, before you became a Christian, your needs were not met in your soul. So your soul did things and modified itself tried to cover up certain attributes and over relied on strengths to get its needs met so if you have a pickup truck you may have tried to convert it into an SUV or into a sports car and all it would ever be is a pickup truck. And all it was meant to be and all it ever will be is a pickup truck. But your soul has tried to convert it to something else to meet its own needs because it did not have any other way to do that because you were dead in your spirit. So now we're in the process of Dep- through dependence on God he is reconverting that converted pickup truck back to being a pickup truck so our soul our mind our will our emotions our being are in the process of being transformed into the unique character that God gave us to begin with. Now, we did not, for the most part, consciously say, I'm going to convert my soul from this to that. We did it out of necessity. We, it was a matter of Survival. If growing up you did not get the security you needed or the love or being valued and accepted, those were God-given needs that were meant to be met by your spirit. Not by your parents, not by your environment or your teacher or your grandparents, but by God through your spirit. But most of us were not born again at a very, very, very young age, a little baby. So as time progressed, our soul tried to fill its needs on its own terms. And what God meant to be a pickup was incidentally, event by event, belief by, By belief, over time, manipulation by manipulation, converted from what God gave us to something that probably generally looks like, for instance, a pickup truck, but isn't the original, been modified and strained and stretched and painted and mismatched until it's merely a shadow of the gift God had given us, the soul that God had given us. So the original soul that God gave you, it's not about it being acceptable to God. He gave it to you. And it's not about what you did with it. You did did the best you could. God did not not and does not hold it against you that your soul has tried to meet its own needs. He put us in that situation. Important now is the process we're going through. The process itself is the value. He he shows us, as in his time and in his way, how he is revitalizing the soul we have now to return to the soul he gave us to begin with. And he does that through our spirit. He does it layer by layer, event by event, through healing, through power, through changing our belief system by meeting our needs. The needs that he built in. It's like your your pickup truck needs gas, it needs oil, it needs air in the tires. It has needs. If we don't take care of those needs, it doesn't work right. We get a flat tire, the engine will freeze. It won't go anywhere if you don't put a gas in it. So if we don't know how to maintain our soul, it misfunctions. So he is restoring... Our engine that has been running on, for instance, the wrong fuel, he restores that engine. He inflates the tires correctly. He does whatever is necessary for our soul, our unique soul, to operate effectively the way God intended. That doesn't mean he's going to convert your pickup truck to a sports car or into an SUV the temperament he gave you is his gift to you, and we say thanks Now, as we're learning about the supernatural realm, this is the realm of reality in which all this change is taking place. This is where our the freedom is coming. Our soul to be restored to its origins, the way God created it. And in that realm is also all of our true warfare. We have friends and enemies in the supernatural realm, and they're really all for our purpose they're all part of that aspect that we have we have unfortunately learned to ignore now there are some that have have done the opposite and they're spending way too much time there and in and neglect other aspects of life But the supernatural realm is where the change is taking place. Now, God wants us to be aware of his restoration of our soul. We don't do the restoration, but he wants us to be aware of it. He wants us to experience it. He wants us to recognize it. He wants us to share what he's doing. He wants us to be grateful for it. So part of that is going to to be able to be appreciative of what he's doing in the supernatural realm in our soul we are going to have to learn how the supernatural realm functions. Again, the spiritual realm is eternal. It's done. It's the nature of God. God does not need any healing. God is perfect. He is beyond that. He is without shadow of turning. And the natural realm follows along. The, the natural realm has the least amount of power and authority over itself. But the supernatural realm is where all the change is taking place. All the, all the, where, what God is really active in is the supernatural realm. That's where he's having the most fun. That's where he's having his impact. That's where he's doing his ministry to us. So you and I want to be comfortable in being taught about what is going on in the supernatural realm. This is where we start talking about having experiences and accepting that this is God's intention for us. When we, when we start talking about baptism in the Holy Spirit, baptism experience, immersion, any of these kinds of things, what we're talking about is having an experience of awareness. An experience of awareness that there is something beyond this natural realm that we can experience here and now that's not death. We often think, okay, well, this is my life, and then I'm going to die, and then I'm going to meet God, and then I'm going to have all my answers, all, uh, all my questions answered, and then I'm going to have my experiences, and then I'm going to walk on streets of gold and talk to angels and, judge them and fly around the universe or whatever and God is saying no this is your time here on this earth that's what you're supposed to be accomplishing now so when you've experienced the supernatural realm that does not have any other explanation it's not simply an emotional response to something, but you can point to something and go, okay, God has shown me that there's something beyond the natural, something that I can't explain. This is part of the process of God calling you, drawing you, immersing you in something outside of what you're already familiar with. So when we talk about the baptism, the the first one, sometimes it's a very recognizable event. And sometimes it occurs at the time of salvation, at the time you're born again spiritually. Sometimes it's not so much of a big event. Everybody's different. And just like our the nature of our, the character of our soul, there's no good or bad, right or wrong, better or lesser. It's just simply the first. And God shows you that there's a whole other part of your being that God wants to be working on with us. Now, he's going to do it anyway. But it is for our benefit to be aware of what he's doing and be a part of it. So when he teaches us, when he reveals, oh, I've, I've healed you in this area, I've restored your truck in this area, we can go, oh, that's, thank you. So again, that's our response to what God does. Thank you. Whatever turmoil is going out there in the world, we say thank you. But also, it's not just a one-time thing. Generally, when there's a first baptism, a first experience of the supernatural realm, there's going to be a second, and a third, and a fourth, and a fifth, and a monthly, and a weekly, and a daily, and an hourly. And soon you are recognizing that just as much as you are Living in a natural realm, using your natural senses, you are just as much, if not more, living and moving in that supernatural realm with your supernatural senses. And we've so often emphasized how important it is to spend time with God. Because he's the one who's doing the restoration process. Now, he gave you the soul he wanted you to have. So his restoration, his repairs, his replacing broken parts is going to be the right one. We may not like what he does. It may not be comfortable. It may not match what we think we should have. But God does all things well. And he's doing exactly what you need to be done for your soul. Again, you may not like your soul. You may not like that you have a pickup truck. You may want an SUV or a sports car. Well, again, what are you doing? You're saying, God, you made a mistake here. I don't like what you did. And that's fine. Talk to him about it but he's not going to change his mind because his ways are not our ways. We need to learn his ways, but his purposes for us, the things that he needs in our lives that he has crafted are for our good. The soul he gave you was the very best one for you. He not only hand-selected it, he created a soul just for you that would be the best, That you could possibly hope for. If you have different expectations about what you think you should have, that's definitely something you need to talk to God about. So, hope this clarifies some things about our temperament, our character, our soul, and the process that we're going through, and where the real why it's so important to approach an understanding and a willing willingness to be involved in the supernatural realm. And, of course, we'll be continuing this. This is going to be an ongoing discussion. So we'll be getting back together again the same time next week. If you have any questions or comments or feedback, drop me a line at diane at or through Blog Talk Radio. Until next week, Thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night. Plus.